Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Brewers. I mean, did we expect them to win? Honestly. Did we expect them to win? Yes. <laughs> well, you were sorely disappointed. You, you were sorely disappointed last night. And... I think that offense looks more familiar now than it has the rest of the second half. This is the team that you're like, yep, I know who this team is. This is the exact same team that has let me down all season long on the offensive side of the ball. Pitching, I thought, was okay. Giving up only four runs to the Dodgers. I mean, they're they're a good baseball team, so I, pitching's fine. Would have liked to get more out of Freddy. Yeah, I mean, obviously you would, more innings, and, and there's plenty to look at there. I mean, you would have liked to have seen more out of Freddie, like you said. You, I mean, overall though, only giving up a run, you're pretty satisfied with that. The defense last night looked horrendous. When you went out to St. Louis, at least it was like a well played series. Like you thought the pitching was good, the defense was solid. Overall, the Cardinals just beat you. Like, you should have won those games, but the Cardinals beat you. And, yes, the Dodgers beat you last night, but how much of that, too, is, what are you doing? Willie, come on, dude. It's a routine play. It's short. You got to make the play there. Yelich, what was that throw into the infield? <laughs> that was. <laughs> I got a buddy. Who, I could do better than that. I got a buddy who plays center field for our softball team when we play. Uh-huh. And he had a couple throws this year where he would throw it in and he would miss it so bad. It was a <laughs> lollipop and he'd throw it out of play. Yep. It was so bad. That's what Yelich's throw looked like. It was like, what are you doing, dude? Are you actually trying to gun this guy down? Christian Yelich, what is he giving you at this point? Honestly, he's not giving you anything with the bat. He's giving you something, I guess, in the base running department. That's about it. And... I know we pile on this guy a lot, and we talk about the contract and everything. I'm not going to get on the contract, because at the time, I think every Brewers fan, every honest Brewers fan would tell you that, yeah, at the time of the signing, I thought we got a hometown discount. I thought we ended up with a steal. But turns out, seems like Christian Yelich is the one that ended up with a steal, because he's not doing anything for you at this point. Again, I'm Toby Altizer. That is Tim Shea. We are live here from the Lakeland University Studios. Earn co-op credit for work experience at lakeland.edu. Want to hop in and talk about the Milwaukee Brewers. That's where we'll start this morning, 
1250. Again, 414 677 1250. Or you can tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan. Tim Allen's going to come up at 7 o'clock. We'll talk with him about this Brewers baseball team. And honestly, I think it's been me and Tim Allen as some of the most positive people on this Brewers team. And are you going to cave in today? I'm not going to cave. I'm not going to say okay. I'm done. But not, you're not in the Dunn Club? No. Okay. No, not even close. But, I mean, at some point, I can't continue to try and convince you. It's a waste of my time and my energy to try and convince you that, yeah, maybe this team could do something. Like, I can go through everything, and I can still see it, but doesn't mean I have to waste my time trying to get other people to see it. Because, to be honest with you, I can keep trying to convince people, but at this point, I'm starting to doubt it myself. I am. Like, during the points of the season earlier on, I would still have faith in this Brewers team. It was the moments where you'd have, you know, first and third, one out, and you'd come up empty. Bases loaded, nobody out, and you'd come up empty. Guy on third, no one out, come up empty. Those are the kind of things that would make me lose faith in the Brewers. And then you saw, I don't know that you saw anything particular in that sense last night, guy on third, let's... But you had so many opportunities to at least get a run across. Move the runners up. Do something. Get some guys in. And you couldn't even do that. I mean, it's the simple stuff now with this Brewers team. Routine plays. And they can't even make those anymore. Honestly, what's more likely to happen at this point if you're the Brewers in this seven-game stretch against the Dodgers? You've already started down 0-1. What's more likely? The Brewers to win? The four out of the seven or the Dodgers to sweep? Seven out of them. Seven of seven. Honestly, Ooh. for me, it feels more likely seven of seven with the Dodgers. Yep. And I, there's no real let up in this Dodgers team because even when they bring guys in that you've never heard of, they have something great go for them. Tonight, I don't know a whole lot about this Ryan Pepio guy. He's one of their top prospects and one of their top pitchers in their minor league system. He's just going to hop in and probably go seven scoreless with 10 strikeouts. <laughs> like, it's who's going to pitch better tonight, him or the Brewers guy? Uh, probably Pepio. That's just how it goes. And even if, who is on the mound tonight for the crew? Even if whoever's on the mound tonight for the crew goes and has a great outing, are they really going to be able to keep up? Because a great outing might be seven innings or even six innings, a run or two. I mean, the Brewers last night didn't score a run. Are you confident they're going to score a run tonight? Maybe they'll score a run or two. I mean, at this point, though, honestly, and there's a couple of questions I want to ask you guys. Who's on the mound tonight? Woodruff. Oh, Woody. All right. So, so maybe they got a chance. Maybe. But even so, if Woody... What do you think the chances are that the Brewers win if Woody goes out there and gives you seven innings, two earned runs? You think they win? I don't know that they do win. Woody can go out there and be spectacular, and I I just don't know. You know, at least in the second half, it's felt like, all right, well, you could depend on one thing. It was the offense, and the offense was showing up night in and night out, and they were giving you at least a little bit of something. Well, last night... That looked like the offense that you were used to in the first half that everyone lost faith in. That's the offense that 
you can't have down the stretch of the season or you're going to be missing the playoffs. Because if that's the kind of thing that's going to show up, well, you don't have a shot. Your pitchers can go out there and throw a gem, and they're still going to lose. You know, it goes back to the similar thing that we argue about from last season. You know, we argue about that playoff series and Council pulling Freddie. I mean, I still can't even blame Council for that because they didn't even score a run in that game, so they weren't going to win either way. If you don't score any runs, there's no chance of you winning. And so, look, with Brandon Woodruff on the mound tonight, I have faith that Woody can give you a strong outing, but do I actually think they're going to win the game? I don't. I got a couple things I want to talk about this morning with it. So, number one, how many guys on this Brewers team do you actually have confidence in at this point? And then two, who's been disappointing you the most this season? And maybe we'll get into a third thing. Like, how many of these guys, not saying that this is a team that can go to a World Series, you know, we're not going to make that argument today, but how many of these guys going forward are World Series caliber players? How many of them are? So, again, just three simple questions. You want to give us a call, again, 414-677-1250. You can go off of any of these, just talk about the game last night. Who do you have confidence in? Who's disappointed you the most? And how many of these guys are actually World Series caliber? 414-677-1250. Because to me, I don't have a co- I have confidence. I was thinking through it. I think three guys. I think three. And none of them are hitters. I don't think anyone's going to have confidence in any of the hitters. I might have confidence in a hitter. Who? Hunter Renfro. No. I, I When I say confidence, I need to feel like something good's going to happen when they come to the plate. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> I still don't if feel I that with Renfro. If I have to pick Renfro. a hitter? Sure. If you, was like, if you had to pick someone, it'd probably be Renfro. But I can't say, like, oh, yeah, I know... Think about, when I say confidence, I want you to think about... You go out there and you win? Like, you know you're going to win? I want you to think about how Cardinals fans, when Paul Goldschmidt steps to the plate, how Cardinals fans feel when Arenado steps to the plate, how Braves fans feel when they got, you know, when they had Freddie Freeman last year, they got Acuna at the plate. Okay, if you're you're going off that, then then no, no one on the offensive side. And I get that those are the stars. Yeah. But there's other guys, too, that you're going to have confidence in on those teams that you think, all right, this guy's going to come up big. Generally, I don't even know if you can, and this may be just a, a baseball thing at this point, unless you have, like, a proven track record and you're just a stud, like one of those guys that I mentioned, can you really trust a guy unless he's batting, like, 280? Like, can you feel really confident? Like, think about how you used to feel when Christian Yelich stepped to the plate during his MVP seasons. And I was listening to a little bit of postgame show last night with Tim Allen, and someone called in and said, remember how good of a player Christian Yelich was? <laughs> it was like thinking back to the past. Yeah. And it's true. Christian Yelich was spectacular. And when you think back to that, think about the feeling you had. Brewers are down a run. Guy on second base and two outs in the ninth inning and Christian Yelich steps to the plate. You felt like that game was already tied. If nothing else, you thought he might hit a walk-off homer because that's how good he was, and that's the confidence you had. Honestly, at this point, how many guys do you have confidence in? I'll tell you guys in just a little bit, but I think it's three for me. I really do. When I go through these guys and try and think, 
all right, when they step on the mound, how do I feel? Or when they step to the plate, how do I feel? There's only a couple that I feel real confident in. And then looking at some guys that have disappointed me. I there's think a was, whole laundry list. Oh, I there's bet. a whole laundry yeah. list for sure. But the guy that's been disappointing me lately, Willie Adamas. That guy, luckily for him, he's hit a lot of home runs this year for a shortstop. Because if he didn't, what has he given you? His defense has been okay. Last night he threw the ball away. And that's going to happen every now and then. So I'll give him a pass every now and then. But all right, last night he throws the ball away. But you come up in big situations and what do you do? He strikes out, grounds out, occasionally hits a home run. I mean, this is what happens when you have a guy in the two-hole who bats, what, 215? I mean, that's literally what you're asking for, what you've seen out of Willie Adamas. He comes up in big situations, and he doesn't put the ball in play, or he doesn't get a hit. And that's because that's exactly the player he's been all season long, and you continue to pencil him into the two-hole. Your two-hole is supposed to be reserved for your best hitter. That's the modern way of thinking. used to be the three-hole Now the modern way of thinking is put your best hitter in that two-hole. You give them a chance to drive in the leadoff guy, and you give them a chance to be driven in themselves by three and four. So you put that best hitter in the two-hole. Is Willie Adamas the Brewers' best hitter at this point? Not a chance. I've been been harping on this all season long. Rowdy Telez has been a better hitter than Willie Adamas this year. Rowdy's been better. And I trust Rowdy Telez more than I do Willie Adamas at this point. Sure, Willie has some big situations where he comes up and hits a home run. Sure, he's hit a lot of them for a shortstop. Sure, he's a great player when he's on his on his A game. But has he been on his A game all year? And why is it for the Brewers that, and we've talked about this throughout this season, there's been no one that's having a career year. Generally, on one on a baseball team, there's at least one or two guys every single season that just excel and have their career year that year. At least one. Maybe two, maybe three, and if you have the right amount, you can really carry that into a special year that leads to a World Series. The Brewers haven't had any of those. And how much of that is the guys maybe just haven't stepped up? And then how much of that is the Brewers' organizational philosophy? Because Willie Adamas has never, never batted like he's batted this year. Is this part of just what the Brewers expect their players to do, and that's why you see the low batting averages all the time? Look, I get that you can bring up batting averages down across the league. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. So I'm not expecting these guys to bat 290. But Willie Adamas, your two-hole hitter, is batting 215, 220 all season long. That's not going to cut it. You can say batting averages are down across the league, but no one, it, the, the the major league average isn't 215. So then what's he doing batting there? Why does everything for the Brewers seem like these guys just drop off a cliff when they come to Milwaukee to hit? And who knows? Hunter Renfro next year? Maybe that's the same thing that happens to him. Because these guys come to Milwaukee and they look awesome. And the next thing you know, they spend a year or two in Milwaukee working with the hitting coaches or whatever they're doing. And next thing you know, these dudes hit homers every 5-10 games, and then they strike out every other time. So what is going on in the Brewers' 
organization that makes these dudes forget how to put the ball in play because it's absolutely absurd and it's incredibly frustrating. I don't know what to say about the Brewers this morning. I really don't. Like, last night's game, there's so little going on in that game. Like, what do we talk about? The Brewers getting shut out against the Dodgers. Did you expect anything else? Did you expect them to show up to the ballpark and I have did. a chance to win? I, I did. I, I, You're playing the best team in baseball. I really thought maybe they'd give a, have a little fight. Whoa. They didn't have any fight. And At all. We we got to play this highlight. We'll get it in a little bit, but sure didn't sound like there were a lot of fans. I know Bart was at the game last night, and he tweeted about it and said that he got twofold. He got cheap tickets against the Dodgers, and he got free content by saying there's so few fans there. And, yes, I get that school has started for some schools and all that stuff, but it's the Dodgers, dude. It's the Dodgers. They're coming to town. You need to win this series or at least split to try and stay in this pennant race with the Cardinals. And sounded like more people were excited that Gavin Lux hit a homer than anything the Brewers did last <laughs> night. And honestly, yeah. it's really getting disappointing. Everything about this team. And you know what? I mean, at what point do you give up on this team and say, you know what, I'm not going any more games this year. I'm not wasting my money going to this. Because it doesn't seem like they're committed to win either. So why should I be committed to them? I'll jump back in next year, but I'm done with this season. I think a lot of people have gotten into that place. I really do. And I'm going to game tonight. I'm excited to see what they do tonight, and I'm interested to see what the fan base is going to look like and sound like in that game. I hope they score a run for you, at least. Uh, I hope so. If they do, I'll hold it over Bart's head. <laughs> they at least score when I go to the ballpark. But it, th- this is one of those things, too, where – Went to a game earlier in the year. I forget what game it was. I, I just know that Freddie Peralta was on the mound, and Freddie gave up two runs in, like, the first two innings. And I just felt like going home at that point. What other team feels like that? Where if you give up a run or two in the first two innings, you just feel like they're not coming back, and you might as well just go home. I wonder if that's how Bart felt after giving up that solo shot to Freddie Freeman. Should I just go home? Like, is, is this game over with? Because in all honesty, it was. It was. It, it's just ridiculous. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 